This is the War Room Roundtable Podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Well, uh, Bettina, thank you so much for stopping by the show. Uh, we're very happy to have you on. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And thank you so much for inviting me. This is going to be a great opportunity. Yes, yes. Uh, I see you on the- oh, go ahead. <laughs> great. Great to have you uh, in the war room and uh, welcome. Welcome to our, uh, our, little, our little slice of information into the world. Yeah. I love it. There's I love a, the title a, too. Yes, <laughs> the war room. When we see your background has we empower you. Is uh, so let's bring some empowerment into the war room today. Uh, let me ask you something because uh, I because I see that you have that there. In your own words, what is it that you do when you empower people? You know, the main thing that I believe is you only have a you only get in life what you have courage to ask for. So ask for more. So that is really what we're all about is helping folks to align with their calling, their purpose, their mission, their vision, and to ask for more, add more zeros to be sure. And to ask for choices, you know, make choices in their life so that they can win in every aspect, business, leadership, love, life, or health or wealth. You know, it's all possible. Once you feel empowered, you're unstoppable. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 you're like speaking truth to power to me, at least, you know, uh, Jason and I have this discussion almost every other day and uh, yeah, it's, it's about the zeros and how comfortable you are and you got to stretch that. Uh, how did, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Like, how did you get here? No, my father was a soldier in the army and my mother was uh, worked at a retail location right on the military base. So neither one of them were entrepreneurs as such, but I actually slipped and fell into business. I was a nurse working in the home care arena and I was also doing part-time marketing and sales And I was going into a restaurant to have a meeting and I slipped and fell right on my keister. And it took about six years to recover. And during that time is when I got the bug, like literally within a few months to start my own business. Wow. (laughs) Jason, you got to have something to say about that. (laughs) That is what you call karma right there. That That is, you know... That's when you know the universe has spoken and said, yeah, I'm going to redirect you on another path, right? So Yeah, total and complete other path. And I really, truly believe that it was my body's way of taking me out of one field and putting me into another. And the the, uh, nurse who I'd actually uh, met through school had also been my massage therapist and had an open office that was available. And so I said, is that available? Because 
I want to have that office. I don't even know what one thing about business, but I'm going to have an office first. <laughs> so I put some office things in there, you know, the, 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 the usual suspects that you would put in an office. And then I just started with the idea that I was going to represent a company. And I pursued a woman's company that I had met just before the accident. And she and I struck a deal and I worked for her for about eight years as my only client, but I was booking business for her. Took me about a year to get started, but I was booking business for her throughout the country and even went to Europe uh, on one occasion with her. So this was sales-based? It was everything. Sales, marketing, PR, you name it. All of that. And this is without prior experience. You, you were nursing and then you just decided, yeah, I'm going to do it. So Not what gave you the confidence? What gave you the confidence? You know, at the time, I had already been in the healthcare field for a number of years. And so I kind of had some confidence working with doctors and medical professionals. So the people that I was actually calling on would be the presidents or the doctors that ran offices or the medical directors of large clinics or um, different uh, uh, insurance payers. And so to me, they were just like regular people. So I didn't have anything to be afraid of. And so I would sit in my bed because that's where I had to plant myself these, you know, when I first started and I would just pick up the phone and I would call one after the other, after the other, until about a year later, I finally had my first sale. <laughs> and if I hadn't been injured, you know, it probably would have gone a little bit faster. But I did also go to the library to learn some things about marketing and to get lists of uh, medical practices throughout the country. And I just put one step in front of the other and kept on going. I see. Interesting. So how do you then get into your own practice? Because I'm, I'm assuming what you do now isn't working with that company. So uh, you decided you wanted to expand, uh, move into something different. Is that it? You know, actually, it was a little bit of a circuitous route. I was uh, in the medical profession with my healthcare marketing company. And it turns out that I was elected to run a small medical organization. And I was the president. And within two years, I turned that um, small organization into triple the size. And several of those business owners that were female owned their business. And then the rest of them didn't. The rest of them worked for different corporations or hospitals, clinics. And so I took this cadre of women and I said, Dukes on Green Lake on Mondays, the first Monday of every month. I'll see you there. We'll talk turkey. We'll talk business, you know, and see what happens from there. And then one thing led to another and they would invite their friends that were non-medical and it grew and grew and mushroomed to the size of hundreds of women. And I ultimately had back then we had Yahoo groups. So I had a women in small biz Yahoo groups. I had a global health concern Yahoo groups. I had a Latina Yahoo groups business. And so I grew thousands of people together. I did not know at that time that I was a connector because I hadn't, I was in nursing for gosh sake. So I didn't know anything about nerd of networking. I didn't know anything about chambers. I didn't know anything about meetings other than medical meetings. So it was a surprise to me that I could unite so many people from near and far. 
Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Hold on. So so you went from doing, you know, business, marketing, PR, this and that, to then building a networked community. This yes. Is, and, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. And I ran them simultaneously for about eight years, right? Until I concluded that my calling really was to network with people and specifically women in business. And so that's what I officially like cut off my arm. I dropped my nursing license and everything. And I just went into supporting women in business, hosting large scale and small scale webinars, conferences, summits, expos. And that really was my passion for many, many years. Okay. So now you lead these communities since you've burned the bridge and allowed it so that made it so that you can't go back to nursing as a fallback, right? Yeah. You you're now leading these communities. What is the thing that you believe people because I'm sure you've come across or come to you for building communities. What do you think in your opinion and your with your experience, what do people get wrong about building communities? Well, one thing that people get wrong is that they have to have a product or a service to start a community. You can actually launch a very successful community that turns into a business. And then you can add products and services and they don't necessarily need to be your own. So that's what some people get wrong, I would say, is that they believe that they have to have something going on already, a coaching, consulting, book, product, good service. And that's actually not true. Okay. All right. Jason, do you have any questions? Yeah, you've got to have one. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm I'm going to rewind a little bit. And a very, very key takeaway that I want to make sure gets like super drilled home here is one of my things I, I always tell people is dream it, believe it and achieve it. Right. And um, many businesses are started um, purely out of some kind of, you know, a mistake, right? It's like, it's crazy sometimes how it happens. And, but the beauty behind it is when you see somebody that takes that one thing and then they turn around and create an empire out of it, that right there, that empowering message right there, that's what you've done. You took, you literally took a crappy situation and you built an empire from it, right? So yeah. the, the, the whole point I'm trying to get at here is, you know, most people can do so much more than they think they're capable of, right? It's yeah. just, they don't ever allow themselves to get out of the box, right? And we are all born. I think every single person that's ever born on this earth is entrepreneurial. I think you have to be entrepreneurial to even be alive. Yeah. To prereq- Here's a high five on that. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I absolutely, I have a 10 year old granddaughter and I absolutely believe that she's already an entrepreneur because she tries to sell me stuff all day long. Can I go to the park? Can I go here? Can I go there? Mm. I'm like, girlfriend, you, I don't, I would hire her as my salesperson. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> I love what you're talking about because it, it really sets the stage for folks believing that anything truly is possible. And I know you talk a little bit about uh, the, the pivot, you know, that everybody's talking about, you know, like it's some big thing that happens. It's actually more like the Titanic, what I do, you know, so it's like I am pivoting, but I'm kind of going with the flow of things, right? And so I'm not likely to take a sharp right turn and do something completely unrelated to what my skills are, but I am taking these turns and navigating these troubled waters that have, you know, been in my life for 30 years. I mean, if it takes you a year to get business before you see one red cent, how many people would have stopped at that point? They would have, you know, and I just keep on going. And that's one of the, the tenets of my life is just put one foot in front of the other and you will get there wherever there is. (laughs) Yeah. It's about the, it's about the journey, not the destination. Yes. And have fun in the journey while you're at it. (laughs) Oh yes. Lots of fun being had here. (laughs) So you have these huge, you have these huge communities that you've been able to build and uh, you're, you're doing consulting at this point now. Is that, is that correct? Well, it's really interesting. I have a, a company that's an ad agency, right? And, and we offer PR services, commercial production, book publishing, and the like. And that's what my bread and butter was until 2020 hit when I launched the We Empower You community. And by the way, the reason it's not called Women in Small Biz community is because the men would come to me and say, hey, Bettina, we need what you've got. This is applicable to us too. Can you change the name of your company to something that we wouldn't feel so uh, shyish about to join? And so we changed it to We Empower You. And I really am there in this community and building this community. And, And it's got 10 revenue strategies built into it to help folks to find their way to true wealth and to develop um business that it doesn't uh, involve them doing the work. So at the end of the day, um, that is really my calling, my passion, my legacy. I'm turning 64 this year. So I'm more interested in leaving something behind at my age and something that others can take over while I'm in Tahiti, (laughs) figuratively (laughs) speaking, or in Tahiti, literally, you know, either one of those scenarios. Yeah. Okay. So what is the what has been the biggest obstacle, if you could share, if you could indulge us in trying to create that transition and make that happen? I think the biggest obstacle is the belief that has been inculcated throughout society that in order to be successful, you have to work hard. And so breaking people of that habit is very, very time consuming and difficult at times. I will give them a clear path and a clear direction as to where the money lies and that the zeros are in the multiples and they will still go like, well, no, 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 I've got to go work hard. Let me toil some more, you know? And so that's a really big obstacle because it, you know, if I bring in a hundred people and I'm talking about making life easier and generating wealth through multiple streams of income and with joint venture partners and those types of things, and they want to work hard, they won't won't spend the time that's needed for them to grow their wealth. They'll spend the time toiling. And what happens is that you can get sick, you can get 
um, very, very sick, be in a coma, <laughs> sick, and or you might want to just go on vacation and be gone for a month and not be able to do so if you're the one toiling in there. So I think that's one of the biggest obstacles. And believe it or not, even though I preach this, I too, because I, I'm Puerto Rican and we work really, really hard on top of the fact that, you know, my father and my mother, my father from the military, my mother being a Latin woman, work hard, work hard, work hard. Yeah. I think that is a big obstacle. Even I have to slap my hand at times to stop doing that. Stop working so hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's about working smart. Yeah. Smarter. It's, it's one of those things everybody knows, but it's, it's easier said than done. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. And I, I can imagine uh, getting people out of their own way is probably one of the most difficult things to do. Yeah. Lord yeah. knows I need it from, from people that are close to me. You know, <laughs> I definitely need the push myself. Uh, so if there were a, step one, step two, maybe even a step three that you could leave behind for a young leader. Let's say someone who's up and coming, they heard this conversation. They're like, all right, how do I get there? Uh, if you had to like, just go back and speak to your 18 year old self, wow. what would you tell them? You might want to take these three things into consideration <laughs> as you move forward. The biggest thing is to dream big. You know, dreaming that bigger dream, imagining yourself in a role, a position, a situation, a circumstance that is beyond your wildest imagination. And if somebody else is actually living that dream, I want to go meet them. I want to go talk to them. I want to go sit in that car, buy that, you know, be in that house, take pictures of it, write it down, make it happen. That dreaming big is step number one. I don't care what your circumstances are. If you're homeless, you're laid off, you're resigned, whatever the situation is, our tendency is to not believe that all things are possible because we think that, you know, it's based on our own capacity. And what we forget, or what I sometimes forget too, is that it's not based in just us. There are lots of people that can help us to get there. In fact, I've been sharing with my son that he's going to be extremely wealthy in his lifetime because of his father and his mother. So he better get on to learning what it's like to be wealthy, even in spite of the fact that he's not experiencing extreme wealth right now. So at the end of the day, you know, it's writing it down. Step number two for me is finding those that are possibly in your life that are champions and ambassadors and supporters that can really hold that that dream for you, right? When you're falling down and broken and things aren't working right, you need to be able to, I say, call on the angel that is going to be the one that says, get up, pick yourself up, you know, let's heal that boo-boo. Let's get on with it. Go back to your dream. I'll help you. Um, I may not be able to help you financially, but let's just keep going forward. That champion. And then the third, I would say is whatever you do, have the courage to ask for what you want in life and to find your way to practice that, you know, in every aspect of your life, you know, say you, you have 10 opportunities in the day to ask for more. It could be asking for more, you know, at a restaurant or asking for a window seat or a dessert because of a failed meal. It doesn't matter where you practice, but the more you ask, the better. In fact, today I was actually asking um, a potential client that had uh, revisited me in a conversation from a prior conversation. And I told her my pricing, you know, and it was four times what she was expecting. And you know what? I'm not backing down. That is my price. Can I do okay. something for less? Yes. 
but you will get less as well, right? And so we're going to come to some kind of an agreement where she gets something, but I'm not backing down on what my actual price is. And so that is a key is to have the courage, find the confidence, practice with friends as often as you can to get that, uh, those three, that's the formula to success in my book. Wow. Vision, faith, and audacity. All right. Yeah, I'll take it. I love it. I love it. Jason, you you got any questions? Want to add on to that? Well, I I always look at it this way. The best position you can ever be in, and we all forget how to do this. And we forget how to dream. We forget what it was like to be a child. Take a child. A child just dreams. They're chasing butterflies. They're they're doing all these things. My daughter, she was, she came screaming in our room the other night, scared and hopped up in a bed, fell back asleep and woke up saying she wanted a donut and this, that, and the other. And she was having this dream about donuts and eating a donut and chasing butterflies through the field. And, but it's like, if we could just connect ourselves back into being a kid could you imagine the ideas, the creations we could come up with, the things that we could come up with? Imagination is such a beautiful thing. And we, we all just need to be in that space more because yeah. two, two and three then just become really easy. Absolutely. And you know, back to the children, even in the part where you're getting the support you need, have you ever watched a child run onto a uh, park setting with other children around. And within seconds, they're holding hands, running, kicking the mm-hmm. ball. And obviously they're networking and they are communing and they're getting support. Oh, you fell down. Let me help you up. And it's so instantaneous. But as adults, what I've experienced as I grew up was that it was sort of like, oh, oh, I'm not sure about you. I have to check you out first, you know? And that hesitation is going to eliminate or limit your possible connections. So I meet and greet the world just like we did when we first met here. I greet it with, hey, how are you doing? Let's go kick the ball. Let's have a little bit of fun. <laughs> so I love your reference to the children because that that's what I'm trying to do is reignite that child yeah. in myself all the time. Yeah, it's wow. huge. And like this, like I made a commitment to myself this year that no doesn't exist. Right. So I, I say yes to almost, well, I'm not going to jump off a bridge, but I mean, I say yes to almost everything. Now it doesn't matter if it's business, if it's my kids, whatever it's, if it's reasonable, I just yeah. say yes. Right. Yes. You know, then, uh, it's so interesting that you say that because we have a program in our membership called just say yes. If your heart says yes, then we say yes. And we just get started. Right. No hesitation. Mm-hmm. No money up front. Just let's get, let's just do it. Right. Because the yes, especially when your heart is in agreement, I'm not saying when you're reticent or when something doesn't look right, you know, some scammers calling you on the car call. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that heart, that gut feeling, you know, the fire in your belly is burning and you're, you just can't wait to do it. Just do it. Just yeah. say yes. There's so much great energy. And I, I'm seeing, you know, we're in we're having a conversation with people who have been able to say yes, who've been able to have courage to ask, who've been able to hold to a vision, you know, uh, who who've been able to get back up no matter how hard they were hit. And 
it's something that should be reassuring that there's more than one of those on this call, which just goes to show, just goes to show this is an invitation to join the club, to, to be a part of this, to have these character traits in you. And so uh, I think, I think the listener is going to walk away with something very powerful from this conversation. With that said, Bettina, I was wondering, uh, there's a big question I got to ask as we, as we get to close things out, because I wanted to make sure to give you the, uh, the chance to also share where people can connect with you before I ask the big question, just so that, you know, it's, it's important for people to know where do you want them to connect with you? Where do you want them to go like a social channel or something like that, a website? The best way to reach us and me in particular is weempoweryourlife.com, the website. That is where we have our summit uh, information. That is where we have our Just Say Yes program. And that is where you can read more about me and contact me. Uh, my uh, email is askbettina at weempoweryourlife.com as a second option. I definitely take all emails and all phone calls as well. So 206-349-4297 is my number. It's a confidential number, but I'm giving it out here because I want you to call me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. Okay. And then uh, the, the big finale question now um, is if you could have invited anybody today, uh, but, you know, dead or alive to sit here and join us, listen in, maybe even contribute to the conversation, who would you have loved to have had here and why? Boy, if you limit to just to one, I would say Oprah Winfrey. Oprah yeah. has been a guiding individual. She's hoed a path that anybody can follow. I am right on, the, on her heels right now. I've lived into the possibility that you can do more than one thing, which is what she does. And I have a production company. I have an ad agency. I have the women's, uh, the We Empower You community. And so I would want, I would just be like blown away to be sitting at uh, Oprah's feet. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, what she's been able to do. And, and I'm glad that you brought that up because it just goes to show what level of thinking you're bringing to script. I mean, you, you see limitless possibilities with where you're going to go. And that comes right back to the one point that you made earlier of being able to dream big as the leave behind for the young leaders. So it just yeah. goes hand in hand. It's very aligned what you're doing. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I actually was doing a lot of what I'm doing now before Oprah hit the scene for me anyway, because I wasn't home watching television. I was working so um, at the end of the day, I realized that we were on this path. She, of course, emulates and the biggest of any achievement that I could ever imagine, but it doesn't matter the size or the capacity. It's the path that I'm on. And I definitely feel her, um, what she's doing. And in fact, we, we just launched last week the We Empower Africa because we ended up Africa found us and now we're in Africa as well. Wow. Yeah. Awesome stuff. Seriously. Awesome stuff. I, uh, I can't thank you enough for stopping by. I, I, I believe those are all my questions for the day. Uh, and then again, it's a, we empower you.com. Was that it? We empower your life.com. We empower your life.com. Uh, Jason, you have anything else you want to say before we close out? Yep. Just, uh, that I, I always say we have 168 hours in a week. Thank you for stopping by and taking a small slice out of your week um, to be here with us. We all know time is the most important thing. You can replace money, cars, houses, all these things. But the one thing you can't do is roll back 45 minutes. So 
Thank, thank you for taking the time to be here. It was such a joy to be in this conversation. And I'm going to be watching this for all the nuggets that you were able to pull out of me here. (laughs) No, it was a good one. It was a doozy. (laughs) No, thank you for stopping by. What a great, great interview. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Llanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.